Hey, welcome back. It's midweek tune-up, January 27th. Here we are again on our way steadfastly toward Easter, I hope, just as Jesus walked to Jerusalem to die for our sins. If you're just joining us this week, I'd suggest you read Luke 9.51 just to get in the context with that word steadfastly. This week, I want us to consider those who were simply passing by Jesus. They did not see the steadfast look on His face. They missed the deeper implications of the moment. They saw only the obvious, a criminal hauled toward His death. Right or wrong, it didn't matter. Rome had said He was guilty and had to die. Matthew 27, 39 reads, And those who passed by derided Him, wagging their heads. Critics, criticism. We encounter criticism everywhere. We've all been criticized and we've all played the critic. And I'm talking about belittling people, not reviewing movies. This scripture pictures that great crowd of humanity that delights to wag their heads and their tongues at those who dare to walk to a different beat. No one likes the person who falls too far behind the procession of life and they like even less the person who gets too far ahead of the crowd. In fact, if we want to feel less criticized in our lives, the best thing we can do is conform. But you know what that means? It means we'll either keep our mouths shut or forever be changing our opinions, attitudes, and beliefs to match those of the crowd we find ourselves in, which means we'll never stand for anything if our goal is to avoid criticism. The really tough part of this particular scene at the cross is that it reminds us how often we are the critic. And I'll grant you that many criticize fully aware of what a dangerous weapon criticism is, but others, and you and I too often fall in this group, we criticize recklessly, even gleefully, and with a self-assurance we should never indulge. How simply we run down the players in a game We would never participate in ourselves. Armchair quarterbacking is an easy sport. Of all the sins parading around these days, this one takes the prize, unrestrained criticism. But you might say, Jesus certainly criticized others. Didn't he call them hypocrites? Whitewashed tombs, I recall. A a generation of snakes. And you're right, he did. But you miss the difference between Jesus' purpose and ours. We criticize to silence the other, to kill his or her actions, words, and reputation. Jesus criticized to free the other, to let him or her dance in the true parade of life. As Jesus hung on the cross, as history was being transformed forever, Most folks in Jerusalem were just going about their usual business. And this took many of them past the place of Roman executions. Uh, Today is this guy called Jesus and two thieves being hung on on the crosses. These passerbyers did what they did every time they passed by Golgotha. They derided the ones being killed. They wagged their heads in condemnation. They didn't understand that they were criticizing God's own Son. (laughs) Such criticism is leveled at God every day. 
Much of the world walks through each day oblivious to the one who makes the day possible. And they take his name in vain if they take it at all. They deride the Lord, wagging their heads at those who believe he's still alive, that he's still in our midst, at those who believe there is hope for this world, a moral and ethical perspective the world misses. Sadly, even some of those who claim his name also pass him by and wag their heads at the audacity of those who believe the one who is both God and man is the only way of salvation. Friend, do you believe? Is Christian your true identity? Do you desire to not walk by, but to witness to the grace offered by the man who hung on that cruel cross? Then think about how you can live more like Christ, even and especially when you must be critical. Consider that criticism as Christ offered was scrupulously honest and just. Apply that filter to your words and to mine and we'll be far less critical. Want to criticize? Then let goodwill be the guide for your thoughts and your words. Again, this will make us slow to speak as we consider what is best for the one we are criticizing and those around us. So we are to be just and kind, but we are also called to be constructive. Jesus calls us to build His kingdom, not tear down others. This calls us to also be humble and watchful in our criticism of others. Humble before the Lord, who alone is judge, and watchful that our actions do not undo what God's Holy Spirit is already at work to accomplish in and through the one we're criticizing. I know a man who was basically a good father, but he regularly criticized his pastor and church in front of his children. But before too long, one of his sons faced a true crisis, and this man, this father, asked his pastor to help his son, this young man. And the pastor, of course, sought to intervene and offer solace. But there was little he could do because the father had totally shredded the pastor's reputation with his son. And friends, if we want to criticize in a more Christ-like manner, then that applies also to how we receive criticism. We should not quit simply because we're being criticized. We should also not believe what every critic says, as if they are totally right and we are suddenly, because they've spoken out against us, are totally wrong. But we should listen, take in criticism, and let God help us to know what parts to apply and what parts are true for us and what aren't. So it is much the same with giving and receiving criticism. Some we should ignore giving or taking. Some criticism we should give or use when given. And some criticism we should actively define, contradict, whether it is that we might give or that which has been aimed at us. After all, Jesus did just that to the passers-by, and to all the world. He took the criticism that nailed him to the tree and he contradicted the harshness of Friday with the glory of Easter. May we go and do the same in our words and deeds. Hey, God loves you, so do I. 
And I'll see you next week as we continue looking at those who were around Jesus as he set his face steadfastly to go to the cross for you and me. God bless.